primarily we focus on on doing casework we focus on counseling and then um we also focus on family work family intervention work a lot of our work entails psychoeducating families psychoeducating communities because i think in south africa there is still a lot of stigma around mental health so if we don't work with the with the communities then actually it's difficult for the adolescent to be reintegrated into society so we work with families we work with communities and also then we do rehabilitation work with them in the form of life skills programs group work with them and also we focus on relaxation therapy with them in terms of physiotherapy yeah, so we have a full program in our unit basically we believe that we can never just work with the patient alone we have to work with with all the systems um that is relevant within that patient's functioning we would work with family um we would work with education often we've had patients who um who practice a particular um form of religion be it muslim or rastafarian and we would work with um religious leaders as well because a lot of our work is about psychoeducating people and making sure that when the patient gets discharged that those people would be able to support the patient we don't just see the client as as a unit that needs to be focused on we actually see the client as part of a bigger system within mental health really we've really tried to embrace a more psychosocial rehabilitative approach to working with our clients rather than the previous sort of medical model so we try at the end of the day to look at um how we can empower our clients and how we can actually help them to be able to take control of their lives again so that it's not us making decisions for them um we also do family group sessions with them with the families where we provide family support um with within the the ward system as such so that families can be linked with other families in south africa there's a lot of focus on drugs but in part of that focus it doesn't necessarily outline the fact that the person can become psychiatrically ill and the extent to which the person can become ill so what we've realized in our unit is that many of our adolescents become so ill that actually they have a very poor prognosis in terms of full recovery and that a lot of the time that is because of their drug history so last year what we decided to do as a team was basically to have a outreach event so we what we did was that we we went out into the community we had information stalls at various shopping centers we engaged directly with the community and we also basically um had an event at the hospital where we invited the community to come in where we had guest speakers who educated them in terms of mental illness and where we also basically had all the various agencies that provide services to adolescents at this particular event basically displaying their services i think first of all um our clients come in and for many of them this is the first time that they've had a psychiatric breakdown um so often for them this is the scariest part of their lives having to now realize that actually i have a psychiatric illness so for us knowledge is is crucial for them they need to be the experts when it comes to to their psychiatric condition that they have so a lot of the work is around educating them around the mental illness but then also looking at the psychosocial factors 
um, because I think that our clients need to start understanding why they they use drugs, for example, why they become involved in gangsterism, etc. So a lot of the work revolves around psychoeducation when it comes to empowering and also linking them with resources in the community. What we want to know from our clients often is, what do you want to be doing when you leave here? Where do you see yourself in five, ten years' time, basically, and how are you going to achieve that goal? And trying to help the client to be able to work out a plan for his or her own life, basically. And our role is then just to be able to assist the client in terms of facilitating that. We don't tell them you have to go back to school because we realize that often they've been out of school for maybe two years already. They might be 16 years old, but they don't want to go back to school, really. So we, we need to look at other resources. I think in South Africa, yes, we have limitations in terms of resources. We don't necessarily have the um, appropriate vocational skills training facilities, and especially when it comes to, um, to adolescents who have a psychiatric illness. The stigma does keep them out of the training facilities because people don't want to know that you have a, a psychiatric illness. So, so those are the kind of difficulties at the end of the day in terms of empowering them. But we help our clients to realize that um, having a psychiatric illness is not a disability um, because often the parents would want to know, now can my child get a grant now? because you've given him this diagnosis. And we, we try as far as possible to not do that because we want our clients to realize that they can still be fully functioning adults um, and that we should actually be able to strive towards that. I think you, you first of all obviously need to be trained as a social worker. You need to have clinical skills. You need to be able to counsel families. You need to be able to have very good assessment skills. Um, I think that that is the crucial part of our work because often what we have is that our, our clients would come in and if you are not able to, to really assess behavior very well, then you, you could really just be um, working against the wall, basically. So you need extremely good assessment skills. Um, you need knowledge in terms of mental health. You cannot work in a, a specialized field of mental health and not know about psychiatric illnesses. You know, training at UWC really um, sensitizes you to to the South African situation. And I didn't realize it much when I was training there, but when I started working as a social worker and I had to start supervising students, and I started in interacting with students from other universities then, that's when you can see um, the difference in terms of the training that I think often... Other universities are focused on theory and wanting to, to incorporate different theoretical modules, etc. But in essence, when it comes to practicing social work, those students are often not equipped to be able to walk into an organization and start working. And I think training at UWC really prepares you for that. I think that you are able to, to function um, a lot more sensitively to the South African situation our social workers don't necessarily um, get that training at our universities, but at Lentege Hospital, um, we focus a lot on developing in-service training programs for our social workers and to be able to equip them um, with the necessary knowledge at the end of the day. I think for me, really, social workers bring a very distinct role to, to the field of, of mental health and also in terms of, of working within the multidisciplinary team. 
because I think specifically as, as advocates for our clients, we are the people who need to be able to, to really address some of the issues that most of our other team members would maybe just overlook. So, for example, in our unit where we work with adolescents, we often have to do home visits because we need to know where these children come from. We need to know what what is this home life really like for this child. So we want to go out, we want to meet the community, you know, and often the team would feel that's the social worker's role. There's no place in our training where someone tell, teaches us how to do a home visit. So we don't necessarily see that as our speciality. And as mental health care practitioners, we feel that we all have that responsibility. And if I'm the case manager, I want to know what the child's home circumstances is like. And just so the psychologist should want to know it herself and not depend on me to do it for her. And so we we try to bring that kind of culture um, into our, our work situation. And I must say in the team where I'm working, it, it's working very well. Our, the rest of our team members do home visits. Um, sometimes I will accompany them. Most of the time I don't. So we, we actually are able to work as a team and to function um, fully in our role as mental health care practitioners and not looking at labels of doctor, social worker, nurse, etc. And we as a, as a group of social workers at Lente here, um, we really try to, to ensure that our social workers are able to, to act as real advocates for our patients because when the patients come into our units, they're often not able to speak for themselves at the time because they're so ill. And we need to be able to, to advocate for their rights at the end of the day. And we need to make sure that all our patients are treated equally. And that when it comes to the issuing of, of grants, um, government grants, etc., that is actually given to patients who are disabled and not to patients who are poor. Because that's often the case that we have in South Africa. You know, if the person is poor and doesn't have food, let's give them a grant basically then. You know, not thinking that at the end of the day, what we're saying to this patient is that you cannot do more. You are going to be dependent on us and we will be looking after you, basically. And um, as social workers, we don't want that.